Hello and welcome to Demon, the Melbourne Demon fan. Neats, you posted a lid is off Instagram photo before the Collingwood game. Where is the lid currently positioned? It was actually a boomerang, Kieran, not a photo. Oh, fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I think maybe I went a bit early. Uh, you think? In, in hindsight. <laughs> I was just really excited. I was I was so pumped for the Queen's birthday game, and then obviously it, it didn't end uh, particularly well. It was a really poor game, wasn't it? And look, we've had a yeah, week to from digest start it. to finish as well. It was really bad. And at the time, weirdly, I was quite sanguine about it. Yeah. I, or San, how do I used to pronounce the word? Sanguine. Sanguine. Yeah. And then you had to <laughs> teach me that's not how you pronounce the word. No, so I was really sanguine about it, actually. Yeah. Um, weirdly, I don't know why. Maybe I just expected us to lose. I think we've been on quite a good streak for too long. You know, and like we just haven't been tested. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I just think that all the hype, there was just kind of too much hype. Anytime this team gets hyped, it just finds a way to let you down. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And look, I don't know if we should necessarily take too much out of it. We were due for a bad game. It was a pretty bad game, it I'll was tell you what. It was really bad. And I just think they got stage fright. I think that's part of it. Look, yeah. I mean the lever loss didn't look good at all. And I think maybe I underestimated how significant the lever loss Oh, completely. Like, he's a huge loss. He's yeah. a huge, huge loss. You know, his intercepting ability is, is amazing, but he also is just such a good user. You know, we've got too many people who are just panic stations in the back line. Right. Um, and he's just such a good calming influence. And, and, you know, I mean, Joel Smith, I thought he played really well or played pretty well in the circumstances, but it's not going to replace someone like Lever. I think that's right. And I think Oscar seemed to look better with Lever in the 100%. team. Which really makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that, that's going to be an issue going forward that we need to adapt to. I mean, the midfield was very disappointing to me. They just looked a bit slow, didn't they? They looked really slow. And in fairness, this is what we thought would happen at the start of the season. Yeah. But our midfield has just held up pretty well. Yeah. But it's always been the concern about Melbourne from every fan that we don't have enough outside We don't have enough leg speed. Two inside, bit samey. Yeah. Not enough real elite skill in the midfield. Yeah. It looked like that. I mean, it really looked like we were just crying out for an Andrew Gaff-type player, wasn't it? Just, yeah. It just, because they just, I think Collingwood just looked like they had a whole team of Andrew Gaff-types, you know, just really quick, great runners, you know, all sprinting forward. It was really incredible. Exactly, exactly. Um, and as, as well as that, I mean, Hogan was due for a poor game. Yeah. Um, and he had his worst game for the season, I think it's fair Definitely. to say. Tommy Mack, though, geez, pretty impressive, huh? Unbelievable. Six goals, yeah. wow. He could win the Coleman. He's only 10 behind Ben Brown. He's averaging more goals per game. Is he really? Yeah. That's amazing. Wow, what a gun. What an unbelievable effort. Yeah. Um, but just finally on that game, because I think all Melbourne fans don't really want to think about that garbage. Is this an aberration or is this a sign that we're not really ready for prime time? It's really interesting because I don't think we necessarily play well on the big stage, except for Queen's birthday last year. But we were discussing this. We didn't even play that well last year. No, we didn't. It was just yeah, we got very lucky. Yeah, just because Petrarca was awesome, but and basically was our only player effectively in that second quarter last year. I remember. Don't forget Watts. Oh yeah, and Watts kicking the sealer. But the thing is, is that I can't remember the last good team we've beaten, and I don't mean like you know, like, good win we've had, like, for example, West Coast in Perth last year. But I mean, like, really good team yeah. that we've defeated. Like, we haven't beaten the Swans. We haven't beaten GWS. We haven't beaten, you know, Hawthorne went back with last year, but, you know, it's still much better this year. And we lost them last year. And we lost them last year anyway. Yeah. And we haven't beaten Richmond. Like, I just don't know how many good teams we've beaten except for Adelaide I don't think, year. yeah, other than Adelaide last year, yeah. I don't think we've beaten a good team in the last two years. And when I say good team, I mean... Like a top four team. Yeah. In a situation where they had a decent number of players together. I yeah. Mean, even when we beat West Coast last year. Firstly, West Coast wasn't that good. They only made the finals because we collapsed. Yeah. Secondly, they didn't have Kennedy, which yeah. is a pretty big deal. 
Yeah, we haven't really beaten anyone all that good for a long time. Yeah, I, and, that's the, and I guess it's the fact that we keep getting thumped against really good teams. Like, I yeah. kind of think that, you know... Look, we got unlucky against Geelong. That was very unlucky um, this but, year. Yeah. But, yeah, we've been pretty flat. And so that's going to be a good test going forward. Yeah. I think we maybe got a bit swept away by beating a lot of these rubbish teams. Yeah. And, uh, and even beating Adelaide this year looks terrible now. Well, not terrible. It doesn't, it doesn't look terrible. Look, it like, doesn't that's... look like as much of an achievement. It doesn't look like as much of an achievement. Because everybody's beating. Every man that dog is beating Adelaide. Yeah. Um, but look, so we're halfway through the season. We're into the mid-season review. Um, how do you rate the first half of the season? Because I think there's always a risk of focusing too much on what just happened. Oh, yeah, the recency bias is a total thing. I think that it's been pretty positive. You know, we're eight and four. We're sitting fifth on the ladder. That's yeah. pretty good. At the start of the year, you would have taken that, oh, you know, with absolutely. some absolutely incredible wins, which with some huge percentage. For once, we're beating all the teams that are like rubbish beneath us. Um, we're just not beating the teams above us, which never used to be our problem. But you Yeah, know, you're right. It's now, quite the opposite. It's yeah. actually the opposite. Yeah. We used to be We're playing like terrible. a normal team should play. Yeah, exactly. Which is getting beaten by better teams. And exactly. Losing, and, yeah. losing to people who are worse than us. But I think that it's been a pretty a pretty positive um, start to the season. We've got amazing star quality in the form of Gorn Hogan, Tom McDonald, Oliver, yeah. um, Bray Potentially, potentially four Australian. Yeah, Australians, yeah Neville so. Jetta, sorry, as well. Neville Jetta's a possibility. Yeah. yeah. So some, he was starting to take off. I yeah, think, a little bit. he is. He is. It's just such a shame what happened to Lever. But I think the six win in a row, wins in a row has to be uh, a huge positive for Melbourne. Yeah, and I mean, my... morale is right up. You know, Nathan Jones is two fifty. Like it's all going pretty well. Exactly, and there's been some really good development. I mean, you mentioned Brayshaw, which has been a huge positive. Huge. I think Oscar McDonald has yeah. had a really good year. I mean, look, he's been exposed a couple of times, but across the first half of the season, he's, he's been, been a very great. good contributor. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, what about the negatives? So we've already talked about how we struggle against some of the better teams. Uh, what's your big negative for the first half? Oh, I think there's still question marks over the defence. And the biggest negative has to be the injury to Lever, surely. Like, I mean, we gave up two first-round draft picks for him, and obviously through no fault of his own, he now can't play for the next year. Like, it's pretty, you know, it's not great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody else just looks worse now as a result of Lever not being in the team. So that's that's a real, like, that's we're kind of back to square one in some ways, right. you know, in terms of why we brought him across to the team. Exactly. Um, for me, I think in terms of player development, generally our players have probably improved, but there's a couple of uh, notable omissions. I think Petrarca yeah, has I agree slid with a bit. That. Yeah, totally slid. Yeah. Uh, or even, I don't know if he's necessarily just slid stagnated. that much, but stagnant. I just yeah. expected him to be doing what Dugowie was doing. Yeah. You know, I thought that would be like it's a, a bit of a telling up. contrast. Yeah. Same draft. Um, essentially a similar kind of play. Yeah, like a definitely. Half like forward, a first kind of player. Yeah. Questions over the endurance, that type of thing. Um, yeah. No, I agree. And it was, it was really jarring to watch uh, Dugowie just run rings around everybody in the midfield on last Monday. And one thing I don't really understand is why doesn't Goodwin put Petrarca in the middle more? Does he yeah. just not have the tank? Does he not trust him in there? Because he seems like exactly what we need. We've got all these inside guys. Petrarca's got a bit burst. of explosive. Yeah. I don't know. But Goodwin doesn't seem to want to put anyone in the midfield, to be honest. He didn't want to put Gus in the midfield. Like, yeah. he seems to that be like... strange It's move. just he puts people in halfback. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure Who do we shut down? Things. Do we shut down Pendlebury, yeah, Sidebottom, or such... Ed Phillips? Yeah, d- Tom, Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. Either applies. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really strange. And we were talking about this. And, I mean, to be fair, Phillips only had like six disposals until halftime or something. Yeah. But that's just, I mean, it's he's like really not... tactical win, strategic loss, right? Oh, like, completely. I don't understand what the point of that was. So that was a bit silly. But, um, yeah, I think that, I think Petrarca definitely has been a bit of a disappointment, just insofar as him not coming along. I think Hunt has mm. been a real disappointment. Unfortunately, now he's out for the next four to six. 
But, you know, he really should be sort of owning that back line, but he's not. Or half back line, rather. Yeah, he's been disappointing. But I think part of it is just there's other players that have played really well. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, even if he was playing well, whose spot does he take? Yeah. I mean, probably Bernie Vince, right? Right. So, Nate's halfway through the year. Let's make some predictions. So, where are we going to finish? I think, like, maybe fifth or sixth. I don't think we'll finish in the top four. I just think that there's too many really good teams that will sort of just eventually rise to the top. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, look, our run home isn't terrible. No, but it's not the best. But there's some tricky yeah, teams Yeah, there's some the really mix. tricky games, definitely. The lever loss does, does slow us down a yeah. bit. And also, I just think, like, the top four teams are probably just better than us. Oh, definitely. I agree with that. I mean, I think yeah. the Swans are obviously better than us. Richmond are obviously better than us. West Coast are better than us. And, yeah. you know, GWS, if they get their act together, are better than us, you know? So there's, like, four teams that could easily just be better than us. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm tipping we're going to be seven. I think we might slide a little bit. You think so? Yeah. Is there any danger of missing the finals? I don't think so. I think our percentage is too good. I think we're banked enough wins at this yeah. point of the year. And we'll bank enough wins in the coming weeks, right? Like, I think the St Kilda, the St. Kilda game should be a win. We've right. got the Dogs with, like, no Jack McRae or Eastern Wood. Yeah. You know, we've got a couple of games which are pretty, I, I think, which are pretty soft. Gold Coast. Right. Yeah. I think there's enough games in there that are pretty soft. There's definitely enough games. Um, who's going to win the best and fairest? Uh, I think Max Gorn. Gorn? Okay, I'm going to stick with Clara on that. So we're sticking with our preseason predictions, Yeah, I think. Okay. Who gets delisted and moved on? Oh, this is such a horrible thing to ask, Kieran. Well, let's ask it. Well, let's just Who's out? People. Who's yeah. out? But it's midway through the season. What, do you think they'll be personally offended by the fact we're discussing this? Well, this is a supporter podcast. I appreciate that. But I don't know. Is that the purpose of the podcast is to All cut right. people? Well, we can deal with these meta discussions off air. Well, anyway, I think that the likely outs would be JKH. Yeah. Uh, he seems to be playing well in the BFL, but it's hard to see him really cracking in. Yeah. Vandenberg? I feel so sorry for him, though. He's had a really hard time. Yeah. It'd be nice for him to just get a game or two in the seniors, just to give him a chance. No, no, a farewell, just to see how he goes, because he was a handy player. I know, but just so so many injuries. I just don't think he can take, I don't know, Hannon's spot. No, it seems unlikely. Um, McKenna? Yeah. Another one. It's quite sad. Very rough run with injury. Yeah. Once again, hope he gets a go because I think no one knows if he's any good. No one knows anything really. Yeah. Um, and then there's the sort of basket of other people. So Pedersen, that would just break your heart. Oh, would you just like, cool. would you, will we have a vigil? <laughs> like what would we do if Pedersen gets delisted? Look, or if he retires? That would actually, I think that would hurt you even more <laughs> if it was like an actual decision yeah. that he made off his own volition. I don't think it's there's anything definitive on that. I mean, look, he didn't have a sure. he didn't have a great game, but in fairness, I mean, Hogan had a pretty terrible game against Collingwood. Pedersen clunked some big marks. Yeah, also I, dropped a couple. To be fair, he made a few mistakes. Um, look, we'll move past. What that. would we do? No, in all honesty, though, I want to know what would the listeners on the podcast like? They'd probably be relieved. I think have to so. Hear about yes, Pedersen. <laughs> we'll just create a new award about Pedersen. What would it be? The Pedersen Award for being a good bloke. Being a good bloke. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what about so Filipovich? I reckon might get delisted. I have strong views on Filipovich. I actually do not know anything given, about Filipovich. Given I watched one BFL game this year, and then you're like, good. okay, so therefore, all right, fine, so his career's over now in the eyes of Kieran. Yep, continue. Kielty's out of contract. He looked okay, but it seems like they've got a bit of a preference for Petty. Based on Ben Guthrie's the Petty fight for a fourth string defender <laughs> behind Joel Smith, Oscar McDonald, and Sam Price. I don't know. Yeah, it's a concern. Um, <laughs> Kim looks all right. Um, Johnston, though. I mean, I they're trying to make him a small defender. I don't think he looks all that good. We've got plenty of defenders. Like, Wagner's ahead of him. I knew nothing about Travis Johnston. 
Sorry, not John Batiste. No. Dion Johnston. Dion Johnston. That's how much you know about it. Yeah, that's how much I know about it. I just said that, yeah. Okay. I even know, know even less about Dion Johnston. Yeah, well, this is some really insightful analysis for the fans. This is yeah. what you guys come to the Deloaded podcast for, so for yeah. insightful hey, analysis. Hey, big bucks for. Exactly, exactly. I think Bernie Gibbs will retire at the end of the year. Do you think so? Yeah. It seems like, he seems like he's of that mind. I mean, he's got a career sort of lined up post-football and everything. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's had a great career, and I think he's playing well this year. He's been really good, but... I think by the end of this year, we should be moving towards a younger player in that role. I mean, I think that if we... It would be nice, particularly if we sort of, you know, make finals, play well. That would be a nice sort of send-off for Bernie. Yeah. For everything he's done for the team. I agree. And then in terms of trading, we'll look at this later in the season, but players like Kent... I really don't want to trade Kent. I don't get a gun. I don't want to trade him either, but it makes sense for him to look at his options. Um, he's, there's a lot of competition for the small amount of spots. Yeah. Um, and apparently he wants to play in the midfield, according to the Herald Sun. Right, right. You know, that's not the craziest idea. He does have a bit of pace. Well, that's exactly good. Like, I mean, at least he's quicker than everybody else in our team and, you know. I'd be keen to see how it goes. I mean, his disposal can be a bit up and down. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like Gooden wants to let anyone into the midfield. If he's not letting Petrarca into the midfield and barely letting Brasher into the midfield, he's not going to let Kent into the midfield. Yeah, great. Um, Bug. I mean, Bug's like a really, really good BFL player. Hasn't really shown anything he can cut it at the AFL level. I would say he'd probably look for other opportunities, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd probably say so. But I'm just not sure. What's his contract status? He's not going to Sydney. Uh, he's out of contract in India. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Tyson? Yeah, I think he's probably going to leave. For sure. Why would he stay? He's way too good to be playing for the AFL. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he'll, be, he'll stay. I think he'll break back into the team. But whose role is he going to take? He can take Nibbler's role or something. They love Nibbler. They do love Nibbler. Um, Stretch. Well, Stretch is still contracted. Yeah. But... He's struggling a bit. I don't know if he'll try and find another opportunity. I just don't know where they're going to find these opportunities. Yeah. I just, I mean, not to be harsh, but where, which clubs are going to be sort of... Circling stretch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, clubs that people would want to go to, right? I mean, you could go to the Gold Coast. Anyone wants to go to the Gold Coast. And maybe, look, people do want to go to the Gold Coast because you can... You could see Tommy Bug at the Gold Coast, couldn't you? Yeah, he sort of fits the Gold Coast well. Yeah, he it? does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would love that. Uh, Nick's left field prediction. Uh, I think the is going to get dropped this week. Okay. I just, I just. Is that that left field? He's been well, pretty I just average. Say, no, but I just, I, yeah, but they don't, they'll never drop a tracker. But I think maybe he, this might be the way he gets dropped. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't, it's more about the standard that we expect from him. It's not like he's been bad. No, he hasn't been bad. He just hasn't been getting near the ball. Well, I mean, he has been. He's been averaging like 20 possessions a game. Is that true? It is true, yeah. He's just not really hitting the scoreboard. Yeah. And he's not that distracting. And he's a half forward. Yeah. If you're a half forward and you're not hitting the scoreboard, what, what are you in the team for? Who would come in from, like, uh, Garland? Maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely possible. There's too many people who are playing very well in the VFL to be kept getting, keep getting kept out of the team, right? Like, I mean, when somebody's not playing that well. I'd much prefer him to get some extended midfield time and just say to him, look, you're, you know, you're an absolute superstar. It's time to do it. We're sick of just waiting for it to happen. Just win us again, go. No, he needs to have, like, a degoey style breakout game. Yeah. You know? And I don't think half-forward is really when you do it. Half-forward is where you get these kind of... But maybe nice you send him back positions. to the BFL, let him play in the midfield for a while, and then yeah. let him come back to the AFL, right? Because... Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, my left-field prediction, this is left-field, as per the category. Bernie... Are you insinuating that my comment is not left-field? <laughs> it's kind of a bit... It was left-field. Mainstream. Oh, um, I reckon Bernie is main, like... Mainstream on, like, demon land forums. Like, definitely not mainstream in, like, the general sort of, you know... Yeah. AFL commentary world. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Bernie has... What a Bernie has played his last game. Oh, that is a big one. That's goal. pretty left-field. Yeah. Who's going to replace him? Hunt's out of the team. 
I don't think it's likely, but let me just give you the scenario. After that loss, Bernie wasn't great. A lot of other things. To be fair, no one was great. True. But, yeah. but let's just say they decide we're a little bit too slow in yeah, defense. Yeah. They bring in Wagner. Oh, they love they Wagner. They love Wagner. Wagner seizes his opportunity. Yeah. We don't have any other defensive injuries. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't come back in. That That is the way that happens. Look, I don't think it's going to happen. That's why it's a left field prediction. But mm. just a thought. Interesting. Well, keep an eye on that one. Okay. Well, let's turn now to the Rowan Bale Award for most underrated performance of the first half of the season. Um, Nitz, who do you think? Jordan Lewis for me. Yeah. I think that um, I think that Jordan Lewis has actually been pretty good, and he's been you know, weirdly he was like the highest position getter of the game on Monday. That can be a big. I, I appreciate that because the turnovers weren't great. But I think that was actually close to his worst game. Of the I season. agree. With he's that. played two bad games this season. I think the first might have been against Hawthorne. Well, that was when he broke his hand. No, I understood. And the second was this. And one. this game was pretty bad. But other than that, I think he's been very good. I think he's been really good, and I think he's um. I'm really impressed that he hasn't got suspended. I mean, that's silly. I know that sounds really facetious, but I'm actually quite impressed because last year I felt like, God almighty, I felt like everybody was getting reported or suspended, particularly Jordan Lewis. Um, but, you know. What a baseline for success. I know. Well, I'm just really, I've, I've actually really impressed that no one's gotten suspended this year. I mean yeah. that sincerely. Yeah. Right. So he's underrated in his ability not to elbow people in the head. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Guys, <laughs> that's not something to be sneezed at here. Look, I think Jordan's a good good candidate. I think it has to be Oscar McDonald. Surely one of the most oh, pillory Oscar players Oscar McDonald and Ken ever to play for the club. Oh, God. No, but I, I've never liked Oscar. He's not like a, a ped where I'll resist any contrary evidence and, and advocate for him. I didn't want to like Oscar, but I've been sucked in by the guy. Sucked in by the hype. Something about Something it. About the hype. There's no hype about Oscar. <laughs> But he's the best young I defender think, in the game. Yeah, I feel like Oscar became mainstream, and that's when you just jumped on board the bandwagon. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, you weren't. Into I didn't. Him. I didn't like him when he wasn't good. No, I have to say. Yeah. No, you weren't. I wasn't in the deep underground Casey Scorpion Oscar no. Donald days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he's come from. But he's good. He has been good, but I really do think he's been made to good, look good because of Lever. No, because Lever wasn't playing well for the first like six or seven true. rounds. That's true. And Oscar was playing well. Yeah. Look, the problem with Oscar is he's not based on available evidence, going to be good enough to play on like a Ben Brown or a really, really huge superstar pool, right? Right. I'm not really looking forward to him against Josh Kennedy, for example. Yeah, I think that's going to end well. But I think if if he ends up being a really good, probably like a second defender, mm. the problem is who's our first defender? I don't we still think don't have a first defender. That's the thing. I don't think we have that out. We, no. don't, we don't have someone that can take the big superstar forward, I don't think. No. But Oscar's very good against the next forward. Mm. He's played some pretty good roles. I mean, like on um, Danaher, he was good. He's played on uh, Hipwood. He's played on Roughhead. He's played on Jack Rewald. I'd say most contests he's won. Would you agree with that? Yeah, probably. I think he's been really good this season. I think he's had a really, really good year. Yeah. Um, and a breakout year for him in some ways. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll ask you for your predictions uh, on the Facebook page. Let's turn finally to this week's game, the Port game. Um, I'm not think? feeling very confident about this at all. No, I'm I think it's going to be. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be great, and I don't really like the idea that. I mean, Watts played well in the in the Sandville and might come back into the team. I can imagine this could be some like you know horrible like revenge win kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is going to be a little bit tricky to match up on. I mean, it's not like Watts is the thing that's keeping me up. I mean, but if, if you if you look at their forward line. Charlie Dixon's a pretty erratic player, but he's going to be a real match for Oscar, Oscar McDonald. McDonald. Definitely, and then you've got Robbie Gray. You know, West Half. West Half. And Watts. Wingard, Wingard. See, I think this is the week you probably do bring back Watts. Because, Watts. yeah, because they've got a lot of 
we don't have that many great tall defenders. Oh, this so is a week they bring back. They bring back, back. yeah. 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 Um, because I think, say, Hibbard will go to Gray, most likely, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Or maybe to yeah. Westhoff. And then Jeddah to Wingard. And then, you you know, who who do we match up on their tours? Joel Smith, I guess. I guess. Yeah. It's a bit uncompelling. And their, their midfield is flaky, but it does have some pace about it. Oh, and it also just has some real contested balls. You know, they, we could get yeah. absolutely Wines smacked very good. in the midfield. We could absolutely get destroyed in the midfield. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, I'm probably being a bit more po- feeling a bit more positive than I'm making myself sound, but I, I still think we're going to lose. I, th- I mean, it's just the home crowd advantage and playing in Adelaide. It's a big Friday night game. Ugh. It just has all the makings of a bit of a disappointing loss, don't you think? It does. It would be an enormous win. Oh, it'd be huge. It'd yeah. be absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think we might, like, I don't think we'll get smacked, but I think we'll go down a bit by maybe 10 points or so. Yeah, I think we could go down by like 30. Oh, really? But if we win this, I think this would definitely meet this would be the cri- season criteria for, oh, the, totally. for the good win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is the season-defining win. And look, I think we, did, we were playing really well before that Collingwood game, and everyone yeah. would have regrouped. And I do think that, you know, I think we're probably better than Port, but I think that the just the, just the at-home factor, yeah. that stupid Port Adelaide crowd, and they're all just a bit, you know... Yeah, they're absolutely feral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just quickly on the board game, what did you make of that Tom Morris article from this weekend about... Um, oh, that's uh, right, our three... Tumpus, Trengove and Watts playing all ending up at yeah. yeah, I thought that it was a bit of a silly article, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of like saying that the club is responsible for their demise. The Ds are responsible. The yeah. Ds are responsible, sorry. And it's just not true. I mean, like, so they're all just kind of... I mean, look, the club was obviously a shambles when all these three players went there. Yeah. And there were definitely things that could have happened differently. But some of it is just you can't really control, right? You can't control people's attitudes. Yeah, and the Trengo situation was just horrible, horrible, horrible luck. I agree. And I think there's some really flimsy causation. I mean, every everyone makes everything about Neil, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And like, He's okay. such a scapegoat. The poor guy. I'm sorry. Making Trengo captain didn't just destroy his career. It's not like he forgot how to play. Yeah, it was like, the There's been plenty of high draft picks that have had pressure on them. Like, yeah. if Cripps is made captain today, it's not like he's just going to stop being a good player. No, it's true. It's just the injuries. It's the injuries. Yeah. It's exclusively the injuries, really. It's and look, just... Tumpus was probably a drafting error. Yeah. Uh, but that's the club's responsibility, player. not well, just Neil's responsibility. Exactly. It wasn't Neil's responsibility. Yeah. And Watts, I mean, people always trot out that crap about the Queen's birthday game when he got tackled and he wasn't ready. I mean, it's just so flimsy to me. I mean, you look at Watts now, like 10 years later, do people really think he's, he's facing the scars of Queen's birthday in 2008 or whatever? It's garbage. He's just not, you know, not that hard a player, right? And he's he's got class, which means he's a solid AFL player. He's never going to be a star. Once again, I guess it's a drafting error. Yeah. Right? Oh, I don't know. I just think some of that stuff, like paying out Neild or Bailey in that case, oh, it's I all thought it was much. really excessive and a bit ridiculous. But there, it's there you go. Much. Anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you to the deluded family for joining us again for the first half of this season. Uh, a listener up numbers are way up, mates. In fact, um, we can no longer individually name each listener. That's not right, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? It's people I've never Thanks, heard of. guys. There's all these, like, amorphous people out there. Thank you, amorphous crowd. We're circling in on some of our rivals. Uh, does that mean we're, like, <laughs> we're still fifth out of five, though, aren't we? We might be fourth out of five. I don't though. think so, Jerry. I still think we're fifth. We're moving. But we're, we're moving. moving. We're moving up in the world. And yeah. thanks all to you guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for supporting us. Um... We'll have some Facebook stuff up this week, and we'll see you after the port game. Go Dees! Go Dees!